supporters welcome to another episode another club meeting of the passionate sporting club i am your host your referee your head coach your point guard quarterback and in this case your judge <laughs> it's your man your mellow your boy joel grace and peace what's going on y'all i hope you guys had a awesome week so far of course we are getting Back into a new episode on a Saturday following a crazy week in sports. And what a what a week it was indeed, man. I can't wait to dive into some of these topics with y'all, but let's get the formalities out of the way before we go any further. Of course, we do this in four segments. This week, we're going to split it up into three segments, which is our first quarter, second quarter, which will count as our first half for our topics. And then we have our full second half, which we have with a special guest this week. I'm super excited to introduce you to him and have him on. Now, before we do that, like I said, 60 minutes on the game clock, shot clock. And you know what it is. If you want to be a part of the Passion Sporting Club, only two requirements. Number one, you have to have a passion for sports. Doesn't matter if you are a diehard or you are brand new to this. You are welcome. And absolutely, number two, you got to stay passionate. All right, guys, let's get into it. Putting 60 minutes on the game clock starting right now. Well, I am super excited to have a special guest with me this week. Uh, this is my dude from way back in the day. Still my boy. There's another word I would use to describe him, but I cannot use that on air. <laughs> he is the co-host of a great podcast that you guys should also go check out. It is called Conflict and Interest, a part of the Open Concepts Network. He is also a producer, recording artist, chef. I don't know what else I could put on as an accolade for him. Husband. <laughs> we could go on, but this dude is incredible. Guys, I want y'all to give it up for my man, my mellow. Elijah Manning, a.k.a. EJ. EJ, what to do, man? What's in fam? Yes, sir. Yes, I have a sir. Question, yes, though. sir. In the answer if triple If you're double. the point guard and the quarterback <laughs> and the leader uh, and the judge. Yeah. Fam, yeah. what position do I play? <laughs> Every other one. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be the center, bro. I'm only 5'9". <laughs> Okay, well, we'll we'll call you our wide receiver, our shooting guard, our assistant coach, oh, and running back. Oh, okay, all right, I'm okay, cool all right. I, got, yeah, I, I got the dress for it too, so it's all good. <laughs> you, you you do got the dress for that. That'd be swinging, you know. You know, let's go. <laughs> but what are you saying, man? How are you doing? Welcome to the show. Um, we're going to ask you a couple of questions in a little bit of time, but right off the bat, dude, have you been catching up on all things sports lately? Yes and no. Let me tell you why, though. <laughs> Let me tell okay, you why. Okay. So back in the day when I used to live mm. in the same city as you, sports was 24-7, yeah. right? 
But then I moved out on my own, and and uh, live TV was expensive. It was true, so true, true. We don't have live TV at the crib, but <laughs> at my job, we got a lot of sports heads. So sports conversations is twenty four seven. My owner, my boss, actually is the father of an NHL player. Yo, get out of town. That's crazy. Yeah, his name is uh, Josh Anderson. Josh Anderson. We're going to have to look him up. Uh, Plays for Montreal. Y'all know who Josh Anderson is? Plays for Montreal. Oh, wait. I do know Josh Anderson. Man, he's a a really great player. My goodness. Yeah, that's the son of my owner. So I'm around sports. Crazy. And if we're yeah. and like, does WWE count as sports? On this podcast, you're darn skippy. It does. Well then, dang fam, I'm a sports head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. All right, we're not gonna waste any more time. We're gonna get into our first quarter topic of the day, and of course, we will touch up with uh, EJ a little bit later to get his personal history about sports. But the biggest topic right now, our first quarter kickoff. You know what it is. It's the big game. It's the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams is in the books. And what a game it was. If you guys did not see this game, you missed out on excellence personified. We are talking the Rams getting off to a furious start early with a couple of touchdowns, especially one scored by my man OJB. Odell Beckham Jr., who unfortunately went down later in the game with an ACL injury. But Cincinnati and that boy Joe Burrow, they said, we are not just here to be here. We're here to get this W. Came back out the gate, took the league, and furiously took over in the third quarter, scoring a couple of touchdowns, getting the interception. It looked like this game was done. But Matthew Stafford, all those years in Detroit, he said, you know what? It's my time. It's my show. Stepped up and got the ball to the rightful MVP of the Super Bowl. Fight me on it. (laughs) My man, Cooper Cup, absolutely beasted in the fourth quarter, scoring a major touchdown, putting the Rams up with less than a minute to go. And then the defense, that Hall of Fame defense took over from there. Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and that defensive line absolutely harassed harassed my man Joe Burrow, forcing him into a fourth down play where he could not get the ball off. And like Aaron said, man, he was pointing to that ring finger. Get me that ice. As Drake said, I got a really big team and we need some really big rings. L.A., y'all are the Super Bowl champions. Now, of course, with my special guest on today, E, I know this game was a big game. Did you get a chance to kind of watch any of the highlights? What did you think of the game overall? What did you think of the NFL this season overall? Well, as it, as it is that I'm, I work in a kitchen, <laughs> I was more of the um, caterer for the Super Bowl. I didn't yeah. get to watch it. But anybody mm. who was eating chicken wings in my area, you're welcome. Come on now. You, you know? <laughs> Hey, man, you got to feed the masses, bro. You got to feed the masses. And now, you know, another go for it. I was going to say, it's funny. um, At my job, like I was saying, a lot of sports heads. But I've never met people Mm. who gamble on sports in person. Oh, man. (laughs) man. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's a lot of people who lost some money. <laughs> yo, I, like yo, we got to get into that. A lot, a lot. Oh, my goodness gracious. So Drake put down a bet uh, earlier talking about how OJB would put up a big game, big numbers, and he won his bet. He got money. But it looked like while he was sitting there, Jack Harlow lost a lot of money as well. Because that boy was looking sad and scared like, man, where am I? how am I going to pay some people? And we said this last week, man. I hope you guys bet well. <laughs> I, I don't personally endorse betting. Maybe I should to get that dollar. The way my but, bank account works. Uh, <laughs> the way that bank account works. I don't do it, man. We'll bet chips, man. <laughs> I ain't betting actual money. <laughs> Oh, man. But anybody who actually has to pay up this week, please be honorable to your bets. Uh, Be a man who honors your commitments or woman or person. Uh, You know, woman can bet too. Uh, But honestly, don't be ducking nobody. We don't want to catch a body or a case out here. (laughs) For for real. Just be upset. (laughs) For for real. Pay your debt. Ooh, put that on a shirt. Uh, Come on. Be upset, but pay your debt. Come on now. Now, a dude who did pay his debts uh, for a long period of time is Matthew Stafford. Uh, This dude played on one of the worst teams in the league for the long period of time, the Detroit Lions. And he suffered and finally went to Los Angeles. So my question for you, E, man, like, can can you remember a time like in your life where you were down and it's just like, man, I got to come up. I went from, ah, this is not good to, yo, this is word, this is word. Well, let me think. There was a time in life when money was low. Come on now. <laughs> and like, <laughs> sometimes you had to, you, like, you, you and the homies had to split one burger. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, gosh. But, <laughs> yeah, but, but, I but, unfortunately do. But <laughs> we live in a time right now where we can all yes, afford sir. a lot of burgers. We don't we don't we don't come eat a lot of now. burgers, but we don't that come up. And then when you look back and say, dang, that's where I came from. You feel it. It's emotion. You feel it. It feels like <laughs> Michael B. Jordan running up the steps. Yeah. You feel me? Yes, sir. That's how it. That's, yes. that's how I feel. <laughs> that's how it feels, man. When you come up from zero to hero, but you still pay respect to where you're mm-hmm. from, man. Come on. You got you got to say, yeah. I got it. And that's what my man Matthew Stafford did. Crazy story. I didn't really even notice his wife actually had um, a cancer scare the year before. So this dude gets traded to a new team. His wife's dealing with an illness and he comes through and wins a Super Bowl. Another fun story that uh, came out of the game. And I want to get your opinion on it as well. Uh, One of the players, uh, I believe it was Van uh, Jefferson, I'm going to get his name wrong, but definitely go look it up. His wife was pregnant and in labor during the game. And he found out that she was contracting and ready to go the second he got a chance to get off the field out of the celebration. And this dude ran, <laughs> ran to the hospital. Now, E, man, if you are in the midst of a studio session, you cooking, you doing your thing, and you find out your wife's in labor. Man, dude, are you doing what my guy's doing and playing the rest of the game? Or are you like, yo, skip this. I'm there in a heartbeat. Nah, I, I can't continue this session, bro. I, I got about <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. 
for numerous reasons. <laughs> One, I care. Yeah, yeah, I sir. care myself. You know, I don't care more mm. about the session than my my kid. Two, oh, yeah. if I didn't, I feel like that's that's problematic. I might die. You know, <laughs> like that might be the only my, kid because like we're not getting a chance again because she's upset forever. Oh lord, you feel me? Oh no. <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> Never going to the end zone again. I see no. it. All right, <laughs> but see if it was a session with Chris. Oh, well, Chris oh, Brown, man! I don't know what I would do, bro. <laughs> That's a hard question. You, you better go. That's a hard. You better question. go. Because <laughs> it's hard, man. It's like, do you you don't get this opportunity again? But. At the same time, do you take advantage of this opportunity and add a little extra minutes? And it's like, you know what, baby, hold out, hold out. I'll be there soon. <laughs> just tell, just tell her to and, hold it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can't do that. Just be like, yo, can, you can't like, do that. Can, can, can you wait a couple hours? <laughs> can you wait? <laughs> I would wonder how that conversation went because I guarantee, like his his girl was probably super proud of him and. They knew, like, all right, the night before, there's a potential this could happen. And, like, the discussion's like, what if you go and labor him in the fourth quarter? She probably told him, like, baby, don't worry about it. Just get here as soon as you can. But as a man, I'm thinking, like, if they don't need me on the sidelines, can you just, like, send me a T-shirt? I'm at the hospital. I'm good, man. I'm dipping. I, I think I, w- I would I'd be out of there. But that's hard, though, because, like, could, uh, did it happen in the middle of the game is. or was it after? So he found out she was uh, fully ready to go in labor after okay. the game, but that's probably because he was at the game mm. itself. So it, it's it's how, hard, man. That's how difficult. important that's was he to the team? Oh, not that important, man. Okay, that's different. <laughs> then that's different, you know. That is different. But like, if if if, yeah. if he was OBJ, and it's the Super Bowl, mm. I don't know. Like like you might have to have some steps in place before the game starts. Just in case. Nah, it's true. You know what's ironic though? His OBJ's girl was pregnant too, and they were potentially expecting at the Super Bowl. Guys, <laughs> like you can't time when yeah. somebody is going to go into labor. Not, but that yeah. is bad planning. Man, <laughs> risky, <laughs> risky business. Y'all risk it for the biscuit. Now talking about risky, but not not risky business. More of a one of the greatest of all times, but somebody decided to do something very risky during that performance. The Super Bowl halftime show, I say one of the top five of all time. You got 50 Cent coming through as a special guest appearance. You had Dr. Dre, you had Eminem, you had Snoop Dogg, you had Kendrick, you had Mary J. Blige, and you had a surprise appearance from Anderson mm-hmm. Pac just randomly. This dude just on the drums, just like, yo, I'm just happy to <laughs> I be can here. Tell too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, when somebody's lit and they're like doing all mm-hmm. the lyrics as well, I was like, yo, you're a fan. You just had yep. the best seat in the house. <laughs> now, E, I gotta ask you, man. What did you think of the performance? What did you think of 50 Cent plus <laughs> inflation? Um, <laughs> uh, what, what did you think of the halftime show? And where would you rank it overall in your top 10? Hmm. Let's see. Like my metric for a great performance, there's levels to it. Okay. 
Okay. Now this show, personally, I'd say is in my top three. But okay. I think the reason it was so special was because it was hip hop. Mm. It was like like if you think about where Snoop and all these guys came from, so to see them headlining the Super Bowl, that's big. Mm. You know? That is huge. And yeah. a lot of the times too, the people headlining the Super Bowl are not really like I'm not the biggest fans of them. So I don't really know most of mm. the songs. I knew these songs. That's fair. You know what I mean? So, like there was like there was like a nostalgic yes, vibe to it too. And mm-hmm. then it was just dope. Like like it was it was LA, it was in LA, LA artists. So the energy was mm-hmm. like like you could feel it from the stadium, you know? It's true. But would I say it was the best halftime show of all time? I don't know if I could say that. So what would you say is the best then? Beyonce. Back in New Orleans? I might be saying that because of, like, what I've done in life, like, performances. Hmm. But as a performer, I don't think anyone's touching what, like, Beyonce's performance. You know what I mean? Ah, yeah. Okay. I, I agree with you, and she is in my top three we did do a breakdown last week with my wife nikisha if you guys didn't get a chance to listen to that so go back and listen to it it was fun uh but i will always have michael mm-hmm. i wasn't alive to be able to see him but i mean michael at the super bowl that's enough said that's <laughs> like mike's my number two if you he's gotta be yeah he's gotta be yeah like my top three goes not in order it's probably this Super Bowl performance, uh, Michael, and then Bruno. Mm. Bruno with Beyonce? No, Bruno solo. Mm. That was iconic. Him drumming on that platform, coming backwards, and then like just the whole performance. It was you could tell like that dude was in his bag. Yeah, yeah. And, like, like, and then to I bring out I, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, I think this yeah. halftime would be my favorite, personally. Yeah, but uh, but objectively yeah. speaking, I wouldn't say it was the best performance. You know, and I agree with that. It was it was kind of at times you could tell like these guys aren't showmen; they're lyricists. Kendrick, I, I think, think the I, only I think one you, out you can see that Kendrick performs like the Kendrick most performed. out of all of them. Like oh, recently, yes. because his part felt like oh, you do this regularly. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, you know what I mean? he's still young. To like he's 50 still in the being game. upside yeah. down and like. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about that for a minute? Oh my goodness, yo! So I, I I work with some people who don't like follow a lot of different things, and they ask me the questions like, "Yo, why was Fifty hanging upside down?" And I kept hearing that from like the students that I help lead as well. I'm just like, "Yo, am I that old?" That I'm the only one in this room who knows why he's upside down. It's like, they never yo, saw the video. The music video. <laughs> they never saw the video. <laughs> but also, mad respect to 50, though. Like, I would have broke up my neck, tried to pull myself up, and then hang and rap upside down. And, and 50 down, put on some, some weight, too. So, like, it's not like he's, like, yeah. small. Like, 
Maz was no. he was hanging and holding up some weight and rapping. Like shout out to Fifty. That's <laughs> yo. They were saying like he may have been like I'm not saying concussed when he came down, but he was definitely disoriented <laughs> on the first couple of bars. Yo, how long do you think he was hanging upside down? Like, do you think that was from the whole show or like ten seconds prior? And they're like, okay, go up now. It was a it was about twenty seconds because you could see the video of him walking out and then him pulling himself up, but he wasn't hanging upside down completely until like the cue of them pointing down. So he was holding himself up for like maybe a good 10, 20 seconds. Which once again, I'm like, yo, that's upper body strength. And then, and then man. he started like, rapping for like another thirty seconds before he came I'm down. I'm saying that, that's crazy. That's good. That's dope. <laughs> that's. Now, would you, uh, man, if if we were going to call you tomorrow and said, yo, E, Jay-Z hooked it up, man. You're performing at the Super Bowl next year. A, would you do it? And B, if you did, what's what's your what's your track list? I don't think I've even scratched a surface of somebody that deserves <laughs> to perform on the Super Bowl stage. Okay, if but I was hypothetically, going though, to, I, I don't even mm-hmm. know, bro. Like, I've never even done a show that has that much money behind it where I could think about that. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's fair. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sure I would do something. But you crazy. got some- I'd have a lot of lights. Maybe like oh, yeah. swing in like how Mike did, or like be on the on the top of the mm. thing, or like mix it like Mike and Shawn Michaels and swing down. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Do something crazy like that. <laughs> you really want to harness yourself to the top of the building and swing it? You got to make a statement. And I'm you scared of heights, but like, you, like I might have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I got to leave my imprint. Man, come down from the. Come on, man. Man, gonna come down from the roof like Gaga. That's crazy. Right? <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, have, um, I have no clue. Like, I don't even know what what planning that would even look like, bro. It would take a lot of work. Yeah. That is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But all right, we're going to call it there for our NFL uh, first quarter. What you guys think of the Super Bowl? Let us know um, on our Instagram page. Uh, that is PSC Pod. That is at PSC Pod. Go check us out. Uh, of course, we will have the questions for you, not only there, but also in our Spotify questions. So make sure you answer. As well, we're going to be moving forward to our mixed up segment. This segment is going to consist of various different sports. So make sure you guys get ready because we are going to be going a mile a minute. And we're going to be starting with the NBA. The league is now in their halfway midway point of the season. And as it stands right now, the playoff picture is looking pretty much set outside of a couple of teams that are going back and forth. The Miami Heat are the best team in the East at the moment, tied with the Chicago Bulls. Now, of course, the Philadelphia 76ers last week made a huge splash by trading their disgruntled superstar Ben Simmons over to the Brooklyn Nets in exchange for James Harden. Now, Harden, unfortunately, is still injured with a um, leg injury uh, and will not play until at least after the all-star break and if you look at the west and the breakdown right now it stands the 
Phoenix Suns are the best team in the league with 48 wins so far this season, followed by the Golden State Warriors with 42 and 17. And of course, the polarized team that everybody is wondering what on earth is going on. The Los Angeles Lakers are sitting currently in the ninth seed in the West. Of course, our hometown kids, the Toronto Raptors, they have been on a tear lately, winning a lot of games back to back. Currently, they have won their last game against. Um, I'm trying to remember what team they play. It was the Minnesota Timberwolves as a recording. The last team going into the All Star break, and they are sending a couple of guys to the weekend. Fred Van Fleet playing in the big game on Sunday, and as well, Precious Achua and Scotty Barnes playing and participating in All Star Weekend via the Rookie Skills Challenge as well. Now, yeah. E. Dude, man, did you know that DeMar DeRozan is having a crazy season right now? I know this. This dude is on an MVP level. We are talking uh, averaging 25 plus a game with multiple assist numbers. He is a closer. Does it hurt when we see former Raptors do well? Yes. Like they're not with us anymore? It hurts a lot, actually. I was going to say that upsets me that he's doing so well. (laughs) <laughs> because there was a day when he was ours and you know he was ours. You know it's like it's like yeah the one that got away you know mm. like i've never i've never experienced away. this but like i know some people have when like you see your ex shining doing well flourishing mm. with somebody else and all you can sit there and think is dang i let that go that's how I, I feel when you talk about Wait how great he is right now. So you're telling me that all of your exes are not flourishing right now? I don't know. I don't, I don't, <laughs> Plead I the fifth. I don't, I don't check for them. <laughs> if they were, I'd probably Man know said about nah. it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this guy. So who hurts more succeeding watching them lead? Kyle Damar or Surge? What? Which one hurts more? Uh, seeing them succeed. Kyle. Yeah, I think because like most recent to go, mm-hmm. but then also like like Damar's been gone for a, a while now, so it's like we've gotten used to him not being around. Surge. Yeah. So- I, I don't. I. To me, it's just it's, it's DeRozan and Kyle. <laughs> That like yeah. that's the duo to me, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. But Kyle, man, do you? Th- oh man, that oh. hurt. It, yo, because because yeah. Kyle was like like the last thing that we had of that time period. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, dang. Yeah. Everybody's happy without us. That's crazy. Sheesh. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> is happy. <laughs> without us oh my goodness oh my goodness man all we have is Uh, drake let me talk to you about all we have we have more than drake man we have fred (laughs) van fleet we got pascal siakam man we got scotty bards dog oh my goodness raptors fans in the comments man don't come at this man but i'm also saying come at this man please (laughs) we have more than just drake (laughs) you're horrible man. man Aubrey Graham. Now, one one guy who is really tearing up the league this year, a young dude, a part of the 
big ball of brand, <laughs> LaMelo Ball. <laughs> He's having an incredible season. Now, do you remember yes. LaVar Ball oh, yes. at all? <laughs> and his well, it's, antics? it's LaVar, LaMelo, and what? What's the, what's the other one? So there's Lonzo, Lonzo LaMelo, yeah. and Giangelo. Yeah. And, now, at and the LaMelo, moment, at the LaMelo's time, better than Lonzo, right? Oh, LaMelo, I'm not going to say he's better, but his game is more attractive. And he's younger. He is younger, yeah. I think LaMelo is early 20s, like super early 20s. Hold on, let me double check this. Yeah, yeah this kid you, is only 20 years old. Oh, my gosh. You think Lonzo <laughs> feels some type of way about that? I don't think so, because I think Lonzo has a better chance of winning a ring. Currently, Lonzo plays with the Bulls, so he plays with DeMar DeRozan. He plays with Zach Levine. He plays with Nikola Vucevic. Like, they have a team that's actually going to win. LaMelo, he's going to get a bunch of all-stars and highlights. He's kind of like Allen Iverson. He's the new school AI. Like, he's all flash, but his team's trash. <laughs> I mean, but but he has the brand, though, you know? He does the have the brand. The guy with the flash has the brand. Fair. I would I would feel some Fair. type of way if I was the older brother and I was I, and my team was doing better but you're getting all the credit like I'd be like bro like don't 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 get fought <laughs> you know <laughs> yo don't catch these hands right yo man Merry Christmas bro <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness man yo that is crazy that would be crazy to me like if. My younger sibling, I don't have a younger sibling, but if I had a younger sibling and they just outshone me in the same thing that I was doing and I was like working my hardest and they were barely trying, like I'd be, I'd be I, upset. I'd feel some type of way. <laughs> I, like I'd be happy because like you have to be, but I'd be like, yo, like yeah. sit down, fam. <laughs> Man. <laughs> but is it time for us to start giving like the flowers to LeVar for raising three kids who not only play in the league, but two of them are like all-star MVP caliber I players. Think so. He came in hot. He came in very aggressive. The man mm. tried to sell five hundred dollars shoes. <laughs> but we bought now seeing, but but now seeing the boys actually play, yeah, I think I think I think you could give him his credit. Yeah, honestly. You know what's so weird? The amount of brothers that are in the NBA. It's really astounding. It's hard enough to make the league, but to actually make the league with your family, mm-hmm. it, it's stupid. That's what I mean. Like, that's, and then like, not that's only a to, whole feat. It is. Now, of course, the Ball brothers are not the only set of three brothers who are in the league at the moment. Um, there is also Aaron, Drew, and Justin Holiday. Uh, they play in the league. Uh, of course, Giannis, Costas, uh, and Thanasis Atetokounmpo. Uh, they play in the league as well. Also, Brooke and Robin Lopez. Like, there's a lot of brothers the in the. And of course, we can't we can't stop without Steph and Seth. Like, that's insane to me. Like, if your sibling, if you got a chance to, like, do anything with your siblings, what, what do you think that you would do? I think, I think sports would be cool. I can't even front. I think doing some sort of, but I got sisters, though, so that's hard to say. Yeah. You yeah, know? it's a little bit if, different. If, if it was it's brothers, though, I don't know. We could be, like, the tag yeah. team champions, you know? 
he would <laughs> we're gonna get to that very soon he's itching he's itching for it we're gonna get to that very very shortly honestly yeah i would probably say the same thing like i have an older brother uh but he's like really really older than me like if i had a brother that was closer to my age i probably want to either play in the league or be like a tag team champion with them that, yeah. that'd be cool that'd be a lot of fun I mean, if if, but then if, inevitably, if they were musical too, I guess I guess they're starting like a group, you know. Jackson know. Five, something think, like that. I think doing anything with your siblings is just cool. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Now, if your sibling, <laughs> so in this case, like with Giannis and his brothers, of course, we all know Giannis is an NBA champion as of this last season. Like, do you? As the younger sibling, seeing your big brother do that thing, do you get a little jealous because you're in the league? Like, hey, I'm happy for you, but I'm trying to get mines. Or are you like, yo, my family just want to chip? I think I think there's a little bit of jealousy. Hmm. I think just I think like a, a little bit because you grow up with this person, so it's like technically like we we could have grown up training the same way, but you just do it hmm. better, you know. And that could be upsetting. <laughs> that can like, be upsetting. Like that can make you want to flagrant foul somebody. Mm. You know? <laughs> like how flagrant are we talking? Like like something that like only you two would know. A secret flagrant mm. foul. Like Seth and wow. Steph like hit him somewhere that you know he doesn't like or say something in his ear about something you two grew up with and just throw him off, you know? <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, that's crazy to me, man. That's no. <laughs> no. That's so sus. Like, no. <laughs> like, low, like, low blows. Yo. You know, like that. <laughs> yo, what am I trying to look like? Like, walking to the bench being like, yo, man, where you hit you? It's like, I can't say, man. It's the cold. It's the cold. <laughs> only, only we uh, Oh, my goodness. Uh, so I'm going to give you one more hot take before we end off this segment here. Uh, LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers have been a train wreck and a half this season. They are sitting in the ninth place in the East. LeBron in the West. LeBron is 37 right now. Does he get another ring before he hangs him up? Uh, I don't know. I think I think it's 50-50. Yeah. Because I feel like looking at the numbers, I should say no. Mm. But LeBron, like, he's, like, he does things that are just, like, different, you know? It's true. So, like, it, I don't really know. Like he, like, like, he could come back and win one, and it wouldn't be surprising. Yeah. Or he can just be like, you know what, I'm done. Like, this is it. Now, I know so. he is trying to hold out till his son gets in the league. But I don't know. I really don't know. I don't think he's going to get one more. I think he'll get close. But I think it, it, it's done, man. That He's been too good for too long. His body broke up <laughs> by this point. But yet his body's still good. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Like, he's I mean, almost I be 40. Jump- but playing with the 20 year olds. He's almost 40. My gosh. That's crazy. How does that feel to know we've seen LeBron James' entire career in our lifetime? That's crazy. It's crazy. 
<laughs> Where do you stand oh, on man. the LeBron greatest of all time? Listen. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Where do I stand? Oh, you're going to do this to I'm me. I'm going to do it. I'm uh, going to ask you questions on he, your own podcast, yeah, I, bro. I know. I dis- That's disrespectful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> LeBron will always be will always be a number two for me. To Jordan? He will he, to Michael Jordan, yeah. Why? The era, A, I think basketball, the rule changes in the 90s made the game a lot more physical, a lot more conscious of defending. It was less of, hey, I got to switch uh, to be able to get on this dude because he's going to shoot a three and more of like a contact precision game. So this guy's going to try to spot up from the mid range. I can hand check him. And he was still able to do and score so much in such a physical game. If he played in the more free flowing offense that we see now, um, I there his record should be absolutely untouchable. Uh, but yeah, I think a Jordan played against tougher defenses. I think as well he put up a better body of work. Um, six championships, zero losses in the finals. Like a perfect record, that that tells me everything you need to know there. If you get there, he's winning. That's the best way to put it. With LeBron, he had spurts. Like he's great, and then he's really bad. Mm. So it's not like a consistency to say like every single night we're going to get the best LeBron. We may get a great LeBron one night. We may get a all-time LeBron who's putting up 60, and then we may get a LeBron who can't hit three throws in the fourth quarter. Now, am I discrediting his career? No, he's got four chips for a reason with four different, three different teams, which isn't crazy. It's crazy. It's incredible. Um, But if I had to rank the top five of all time, it's going MJ 2A, would be Braun to B would be Kobe. Mm, um, I feel like I feel like based on your metric, Kobe should be in front of LeBron. Yeah. I mean, if we're counting rings, like yes. rings and, if we're counting and consistency impact on the game and like you know and consistency. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only reason why I don't put Kobe up there is because Kobe did have to have help to sure. get it done. Like he in his first iteration, he wasn't the man. It was Shaq. It was mm, Kobe and Shaq mm. for a reason. When LeBron did what he did, it was always all LeBron. Sure. Like even when he teamed up with D Wade, he was still the man sure. in Miami. Uh, when he went back to Cleveland, he was still the man. When he went to LA, he was still the man. So there, there is a ball dominance and a um, primary score role that LeBron has over Kobe. Now, Kobe's overall body of work, like his scoring titles, the fact that the man put up 81 points against we don't us. Want to talk about that. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't we don't talk about that here. Um, <laughs> he's definitely in the conversation. One person who gets overlooked often, Shaq. Shaq gets mm-hmm. overlooked a lot. Like, cause he was dominant, but it was only a small window where he was like, you can't stop him. There's nothing. Yeah, he was like, like he was Absolutely an unstoppable force. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like literally, you could put three guys on him and he's still putting up forty. What are you gonna do? Nothing. Like, like you just okay. nothing. Okay, no. go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I would I would always consider Michael Jordan my greatest. But 
Guys, that's going to be it for our NBA segment. What do you think? Who's your top five of all time? Who do you think is the greatest in your opinion? Let us know. PSC Pod on the cast right here. Um, PSC Pod on Instagram. Of course, you can email us any questions as well at passionate sporting club at gmail.com before we go any further we'll just quickly touch on some winter olympic news uh for the first time ever a black woman won an individual gold medal in speed skating crazy man black excellence on the ice as well shout out to our canadian homegirl sarah nurse for also becoming the first african canadian female to win a gold medal in olympic hockey like eat <laughs> now i know like for the winter olympics a lot of times like we don't watch it too deep but what do you think of like black people doing their thing in the winter games because winter isn't usually like our time i think i support it fully I'm not surprised that yeah. once we actually start doing it, we win the speedy one, like the, the fast one. Come on. <laughs> you, know? you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not surprised at exactly, all. Exactly, man. Uh, I, no. love, I love winter sports. I don't, I don't watch the Winter Olympics as much as summer, but mm. I think it's fun. I would love to try these activities myself. It's just really cold, you know? <laughs> it's fair okay so, so let me give you a list here if you had the option between four of these olympic sports and you weren't cold like you were fully suited up and mm-hmm. heated up which four would you try would you try um like downhill skiing would you try bobsled um would you try speed skating or would you try like um snowboard like snow cross definitely hands down snowboard okay <laughs> hands down this man's trying to get his ssx on that's why though <laughs> i grew up i grew up playing like these quote-unquote white sports because i couldn't do them myself mm. so if i could i'm gonna do it <laughs> you know snowboarding <laughs> snowboarding all the way and then number two would be I say bobsledding because that'd be fun, but my team has to include mm. you because that's going to be fun. <laughs> I have to have my co-host, Elliot, because yeah. that's going to be fun. Oh, my gosh. Yo. Fourth is up so in the air. It's I, a four-man. We need one more. The four-man is up in the air. I don't I don't know who else. Like, anyone could jump in that spot. Okay, so we're running. You know? Anybody could jump in that. So who's driving then? Driving's the guy at the front? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> who do you trust with your life? Huh? <laughs> I feel like I might have to drive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so and, the rest of us are pushing that. And, and, and not because I don't feel like you guys could, but I feel like for my own peace of mind, <laughs> you got to ra- drive. I'd rather just drive. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you know, I, I feel, I feel that. I feel that, honestly. Um, I think <laughs> if I had to pick one, I would probably choose snowboarding, too. Mm-hmm. Just because it seems cool. It's, it seems a ton of fun. I think I'd do speed skating second, though. Because, like, if I knew how to speed skate, yo, you're not touching me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm God. I'm God. <laughs> I'm God, guy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not going to be biased. But, like, if you trade up black people to be fast in anything we're gonna steal your shine <laughs> it's just G-skate the way it goes in, like regular skate 
I I can't stop, but I can I can skate. You can go, you just can't stop. I can't stop, man. I let the boards do that. <laughs> I mean, I I grew up in Ottawa, uh, so like I can skate. I don't know about speed skate. I've tried. Re- I feel like I'm going fast, but I don't, I don't think it's okay. that fast. Nah, it's just like it's a pretty good movement, but it's not like anything too too crazy. I don't know. I've never come. I've never timed it. I've never compared it, so I don't know. I doubt it's Olympic level. So we gotta do that then. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness, yeah, yo. Let's we're, do it. We're, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to call uh, Elliot. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it done. Say less, bro. Say less. Oh my goodness. All right, guys, that is going to be it. Like I said, for our mix up segment. If you have any more questions or comments about uh, a great topic that we could do, let us know. Uh, we would love to be able to get into it. All right, before we go any further, like I said, we got a special guest today. You've heard him all of this first part of the episode, and now this is the moment where we get to ask him what made you a sporting fan. So, EJ, yeah. what made you a sports fan? What got you into sports fandom? Definitely was not watching it, because I grew up with just my mom, and she doesn't care about sports. But mm-hmm. I was an athletic little kid. So I think playing sports in school got me into okay. sports. You know, and then my last name is Manning mm. and my first name is Elijah. <laughs> so people just call me Eli. So Manning. You always thought, you know, did you ever have an Eli Manning jersey? I had a Peyton jersey. I have a Peyton jersey still. From Does the it Colts. still fit? From, no, from like when he's on, like on the Colts. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, OK, OK. Like grade six. I think like I got throw back, throw back. Yeah, I'm going to just save it for my kid. Wow. (laughs) Just hand it off. Yeah, basically. Yo. So what, okay, give me your top five favorite sports growing up. Okay. Since we're considering wrestling, definitely wrestling was my number one. Yes, sir. Number two would be football because playing sports, I enjoyed playing football the most. Okay. Number three. I like soccer. I like playing soccer. I can't. I, I can't put basketball up there because I was never good at basketball. Like, like I like <laughs> so you're it. Just gonna hate on the whole sport? No, I don't. I don't hate on it, but like, I just was never good at it. You know, so like, I never got hype oh, about okay, it because okay. I'd be jealous if someone else was better. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> But did you at least like the sport? Yeah, it's cool. I like I I prefer watching basketball than playing basketball. But I prefer okay, playing football okay. so you than watching football. Okay. So you, you know got I mean? football, soccer, basketball, but only cuz you hate it. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, we got to throw volleyball in there too. I was nice on volleyball. I'm going to put volleyball before soccer. Oh yeah, you were. Okay, well, so, so you got wrestling as your top. Yeah. Football. And then what's your what's your second? Football's Football? my second, and then volleyball. And then soccer. And then I'm going to put track and field as my fifth. Yo. Yeah. I used, okay, I used I'm going to put you on the spot here. Tell me your craziest track and field story. Okay, listen to this. Grade eight. I'm going to paint the scene for you, okay? <laughs> Grade eight, gymnasium. 
we're doing our 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 in school um, Olympics. We, the qualifiers were basically how well you did in gym class. So in gym class, we were learning about high jump. Never done high jump in my life. The technique is hard to do, <laughs> right? But I was doing right. it and I was killing it because I was a little athlete. So my teacher was like, yo, do you want to try out for high jump for the Olymp- like the school Olympics? I was like, heck yeah, like sign me up. So I go to tryouts. Tryouts is at lunchtime in front of the whole school. Ooh. Right? Oh man. I'm not just I'm not I'm not just auditioning by myself. So there's pressure right now because like I just learned how to high jump and now I gotta do it to qualify in front of the entire school. Pressure. Mm-mm. But here we go. So it's me and this other kid. We're going back to like back and forth. I jump, he jumps, they raise the bar. I jump, he jumps, they raise the bar. Now, I'm on my jump, and I go to jump, and I miss the entire mat. Oh. So I Oh, so you cleared the bar. I cleared the bar, but I didn't go forward. I just jumped up. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right? So I jumped higher than it, but I didn't move forward to be able to land on the mat. Oh, right? no. So I jump, I fall, I fall on the pole, and then the two poles holding the metal po- the, the middle pole, <laughs> all of it falls on me, right? Oh. So I'm like, oh, no, the school is watching. All the girls that I'm trying to holler at are watching, bro. So I'm like, uh. you know what? I feel fine, but they don't know that. I'm going to act like I'm really, really hurt because if I'm really, really hurt, they can't roast me. <laughs> So <laughs> I pretend to pass out. I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the teacher comes up to me. He's like, hey, you OK? I pretend I'm waking up. What? What? And he's like, you OK? I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm perfectly fine. My ego is just bruised. But teacher helps oh me my up. Gosh. Two of my, my female friends from class, they want to walk with me out. Right. Again, I'm perfectly fine. But I start limping. To make it look like I'm not, right? As I'm walking out, the whole school starts clapping. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. This guy finessed I, the entire school. Just I never tried sympathy. high jump again. I never did it again. <laughs> Yo, oh my goodness. <laughs> Dude, that's legendary. Oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> oh man. That that's amazing. I think the only story I could kind of tell about my track and field days was I was the kid, like I was really really fast as a kid, like ridiculously so. I'm not bragging, but it's just like it's just what it is. And I would get to races, and I'm just a happy guy. That when I would run, I would laugh. <laughs> it was worse because I would be beating kids by meters not like inches but oh, meters. that's rude bro that's and i'm rude. laughing the entire way. <laughs> yo <laughs> like the entire way down the track i'm just cackling laughing yo but i made so many friends like nobody hated me that I'm was loud. the weird thing inside they were like yo <laughs> yo i just keep laughing every time he beats <laughs> me fam yeah <laughs> 
It's just like, yo, who bun this dude, man? I'm surprised nobody actually wanted to fight me afterwards. I'm really I shocked. never got a gold medal in 100 meter. The max really? I always got was silver because of this one Asian kid that I just couldn't beat him. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I don't know what he was like. I don't know what was going on in his life that caused him to be so fast. <laughs> But I tried, <laughs> but and I'd be pushing it, and I just couldn't beat him. <laughs> Used to upset me, bro. <laughs> Yo, isn't that the worst Yo. feeling? Like, you are putting in max effort, and then they just kick into another gear, and He was gone? in the same gear. <laughs> he never switched gears. Yo. <laughs> it was just always oh, faster. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Man's vexed already. His name was, uh, what was his name? Adam, uh, Adam Wong. Don't don't say it, <laughs> Adam. If you're listening to this, man, no disrespect. Welcome to the passage no, morning he, club. No, but he, but you're he, welcome like, he was here. strong too. Like I used to watch him like manhandle people. <laughs> so like, oh gosh, <laughs> he, he was fast, and you couldn't fight him either. <laughs> My goodness, My goodness. Nah, I don't want no smoke with no Wong. I'm good, man. <laughs> he was a scary man. Jeez, jeez, Adam, if you're listening to this, once again, welcome. <laughs> we don't want no smoke. We good. Uh, man, now we talked about a couple of weeks ago, um, the Royal Rumble. And of course, you said, man, you a big wrestling fan back in the day. Who was slash is your favorite wrestler? Hands down, the one, the only, the charismatic enigma. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Car D. Come on, man. Those Hardy boys from back in the day. Now I know you were you were doing them, them ladder matches. Bro, I used to I used to flip <laughs> off of chairs. I didn't even have mats on the <laughs> ground. I used to just flip onto the floor. Oh my gosh. I thought I was man, Jeff different. Hardy. I had short hair. I used to put t-shirts <laughs> on my head, and that would be my long hair. I'd get some of them washable markers and draw myself a Jeff Hardy beard because his beards were always crazy. Oh, my gosh. I never painted my nails, though. Yeah, that's that's, multicolored. That, that's where I stopped. No. <laughs> you know? But I used to cut up my socks. Uh, I, I, I had the long socks, like the winter ones. I cut mm, holes in them to make yeah. it look like his armbands. My mom would get mad because she just oh bought gosh. the pair of socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my so- socks. Yeah. <laughs> Hands down, <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Hands down. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> let me tell y'all a funny story about E and, and me when it comes to wrestling. So there was an event, me, E, and JB, Hot Take Johnny, we were watching WrestleMania together. <laughs> and we're at JB's crib watching. And I kid you not, for the first like maybe hour or so we have food and this guy was gone. Me sleep, man. Yes, you (laughs) 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 It was itis, man. It was bare itis. But then we had a rumor that the Hardy boys were coming back and we didn't know for sure. And they came out. This man (laughs) jumped out of his chair, jumped out of sleep. I felt it in my bones, bro. <laughs> he felt it in his bones. It's like, what? <laughs> Heard the music and took him back, man. So shout out to E, man. Like, the true one, the real one. When it gets closer to WrestleMania, we're definitely going to have you back on with JB 
to talk uh, what matches are going to be because, man, you know, wrestling, man, we got we to keep the culture I, I, alive. I, I don't even follow don't wrestling it, like that anymore. Like, I'll, I'll put it on once in a yeah. while. But, like, mm. I wouldn't even know who's, like, who anymore. Yeah. You know? I'm going to have to... I'm gonna have to have you back on to let you know what it is now. Cause wrestling nowadays, it's switched up a little bit, but it's got a little bit of that '90s, early 2000s mm. attitude to it. That that so was I my era. You. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You you were the word life John Cena era. Basic era. thugonomics, bro. <laughs> yes. <sir. laughs> if you can't see, I'm doing that dance right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. You- <laughs> Uh, gosh, we can go like this forever. But this weekend is NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, One of my favorite weekends of the year before I was ever in any relationship or romantic. Uh, That was my sole focus. But now that I have a wife, it is secondary. Um, But, (laughs) hey, man, priorities, priorities, priorities. NBA All-Star Weekend, of course, uh, it is going to go Friday, starting with the celebrity game, followed by the rookie sophomore challenge, the Rising Star game. Of course, NBA All-Star Saturday nights uh, featuring the skills competition, three-point contest, and the dunk contest. And, of course, closing out Sunday with the big game itself, the NBA All-Star game. E, dude, we've seen a lot of All-Star Games, we've seen a lot of All-Star Weekends. What is your favorite All-Star Weekend moment? And I'm going to say Weekend Moment because I'm going to ask you about the dunk contest later. But excluding the <laughs> dunk contest, what is one of your favorite All-Star Weekend moments? <laughs> um, my fa- That's hard because you excluded the dunk contest. I know I had to because I'm like, yo, we could go for dates and we will go for a long period it's of time funny. talking about the dunk okay. contest. My favorite moment is has nothing to do with something that happened in the weekend, but it's but it's more <laughs> so just because because I'm married too, right? And getting together yeah. with the boys for the All Star weekend, it's not as easy as it yes, used to sir. be, you know. But I oh, think no, I think just simply that week, like, yo, All-Star Weekend this weekend, everybody coming through, yes, and we plan it. Mm. And when everyone shows up and the game and everything's happening and the food's coming out, you know, the chips, the pizza, the chili, everything, bro. Those are my yes, favorite sir. moments. <laughs> Man, said <that> chili. <laughs> Those are my favorite moments <laughs> of all time. Yo, yeah, I will agree with you on that. Especially from the the hangout perspective, man, it, it used to be a vibe. Oh, yeah. It really did, and I wish we could. Uh, if you guys get a chance to go kick it with your boys, go kick it with your girls. If um, you are a female, also listen to this. Whoever you hang out with, your crew, get together, go watch this weekend because it's always a vibe. I would say for me, from an actual basketball perspective, outside of the dunk contest, I remember two thousand and four. When LeBron and Carmelo just first started and just watching that rookie game and them just doing ridiculous things on the basketball court. I'm just like, I don't need to see the dunk contest. I've seen everything I need to see. Like, this is, <laughs> these guys are jumping out the gym. They're touching all these different things. I think as well, the one that stands out to me was probably 2020 
when they did the tribute to Kobe that weekend. Um, I thought that was beautiful. Uh, I thought it was definitely honorable to the Black Mamba. In uh, that game, that game was insane. Like, they actually tried. Because usually during yeah, All-Star like, games, they don't try at the end at all. It's, it's light. But I remember Kyle Lowry taking a charge against James Harden. It was like, it was intense. That was fun. That was a lot, a lot of fun. So definitely, that's up there on my All-Star weekend moments. Now, of course, you can't talk NBA All-Star weekend without talking the main event, which is the dunk mm-hmm. contest we have seen some ridiculous feats of human uh contortion and power over the years um e i'm gonna just start with you i'll let you just go off rip um when it comes to dunk contest moments because i know when we used to hang out together we we had oh my goodness reactions for days to some of these dunks like what was your favorite when we were together Aaron with the dunk context. Gordon. Oh, that gosh. man right there, Aaron <laughs> Gordon. Bro, and he got robbed. <laughs> he twice, twice, yo. Twice. Twice. The man said, twice. I'm not doing this no more. <laughs> this, no. <laughs> Take my name out your mouth. This is not happening yo. again. But that, but that first one, yo. Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine. I'm like, what year was that? Mm. I don't remember what year it was. That that was 2016. So, fun fact about that dunk contest. Of course, both me and EJ were we live in Ontario, Canada, and that All Star Weekend was in Toronto. Yeah. And we at that time were not as affluent as we are now and financially. So we couldn't afford to go to any of the actual events. Yo, if, if we were there in person, bro. Oh my goodness, lee. man. No, but that yeah, that that, that been. dunk contest, specifically Aaron Gordon, man. Mm, when he sat down in the air. Superhuman, bro. <laughs> like a Power Ranger. I like oh my goodness oh my goodness and i remember our reaction to that as well like we i think there was everybody had like a different reaction but the same at the we same all time fell out somehow like, I sprinted we out all the fell room. somehow <laughs> <laughs> i just remember like you were you were just saying like the whole time yo he sat yo. in the air man yo this man sat in the air Bro, it's still bro, I, crazy. Is that the top dunk contest so. of all time? I don't think we're gonna talk it for a while. I don't. I, I don't know. I really don't know because when I watched that one back, and usually like NBA TV or on YouTube, you could find it. Definitely go check it out as well. You could find like a compilation clip of all the dunk contests from all time, and I watched that one, and them just going back and forth and back and forth especially just after um, he did the the scoop mm-hmm. windmill off the of the... spinning the, mascot on the hoverboard. The spinning... Bro. Yo, yo. Can <laughs> you write that out as a sentence? What? <laughs> no. Yo, it's like, how? Man. How did you do that? Who like, taught you to do this? And then the, Zach Levine comes back with just like, yo, let me just casually windmill from the free throw line. He, like, he, what? Like, Zach was going between what? his legs from the free throw line. Bro, the free throw line. That was crazy. Yo, stop it. 
Stop like, it. I think I, <laughs> I, I think, think that after was... like their first couple dunks, stop scoring. We're just mm. we're like we're we're just enjoying the show right now. That's all it is. They were putting yeah, on a show. Yeah, th- th- they were. And it, what a show oh, it was. Man. I I dare you to not watch that again because it still gets me goosebumps oh. to this day when I watch it. The only other two dunk contests that I see that just takes me back immediately would be probably 2020 uh, when it was Aaron Gordon versus uh, Derrick Jones Jr. Like that one was, mm. that was crazy. And when Aaron jumped mm. over Taco, that, I was like, like, like that dude, man has like bionic legs. <laughs> like, like he oh can just gosh. leap like a cat, bro. Like, I don't know how he gets so high. Yo, I don't know either, man. Like, that's not right. That's yet humanly possible. You should never be able to just jump right? over a seven footer like, like bro. that. Yeah. Yo, oh my goodness. They could have kept dunking to the end of time. And we would have enjoyed to. it, bro. <laughs> they could have. Oh, exactly. <laughs> It'd be 2024. Like, yo, yo they still dunking. I, I, I had nice bruises though. from that night. Let me tell you guys something. If you <laughs> if you ever get to experience a dunk contest with Joel, bring padding. <laughs> because when Joel yo. gets hype, he hits you. <laughs> and he grabs you up and starts shaking you. <laughs> yo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't help it, man. I, I, I need, like... It's like an emotional response. Like, I need you to feel what I'm saying, you know? Yeah, man. Joe was roughing me up. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo. It, nah, it was a good night, man. That was that was too much fun. That was, that was way that too was much fantastic. fun. I think absolutely fantastic. I think when it comes to dunk contests, when it's a pure contest between two people, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. When it's just an individual, Vince Carter. Yeah. It's not even close. I agree. <laughs> it's not yeah. even close. Because what he did in 2000, that was like pre-dunk contest mm-hmm. being in a video yeah. game type thing. That was pre-internet. You could see all these clips. Like what he did, nobody ever saw mm-hmm. before. Like a reverse 360 windmill yeah. effortless Going between the legs off the bounce, sticking your Honey arm dip. in the rim, <laughs> like yo, I and I can remember. Um, I'm like probably at that time, like eight, maybe eight years old or so, and I just remember hearing Kenny Smith go, "It's <laughs> over, it's over, ladies and gentlemen," <laughs> and just going downstairs to the basement with my little tykes hoop and just trying to redo yo. all these dunks and almost <laughs> broke up my neck man, because. <laughs> Come on, guy. Oh, my goodness. Like, to this day, I watched that dunk contest back, and it takes me back. Like, I'm a, I'm an eight-year-old right again, instantly in that moment. And I still think Vince Carter is one of the greatest dunkers oh, yeah. of all time. Like, no disrespect to Michael. No disrespect to Zach. No disrespect to um, Kobe or um, Dominique Wilkins. Like, it's... Vince, Vince it's was a, a pioneer. <laughs> he was. He was. Mm-hmm. He was ahead of his time. Um, it sucks that we never got a good enough team around him yeah. to do anything. But man, definitely, definitely, one day that his jersey will be in the rafters at the Scotia Bank Arena. Hopefully. I hope so. I hope so, man. They got they got to do it. Okay, so before we close out this part of the segment, because like I said, we could talk this for days. This is a ton of fun. Um, 
All-Star Weekend has a connotation a lot of times that if it's not the dunk contest or the dunk contest isn't good, the whole weekend kind of falls flat. Like, if you have a good dunk contest, like, the weekend feels hype. Yeah. All the way around. But because of that, I wanted to ask a fun little question for us here. If we could add an extra event on Saturday or take away an event on Saturday and add one, what other event would you add to make the weekend a little bit more fun? I would add a one-on-one tournament. Yes, sir. Yes. I would yes. I would like to see the All-Stars play mm. one-on-ones and really use all that. of their skills. You know? Mm. What is like like it's just yes. you. it's just Westbrook and yeah. LeBron. Go. Yo, you know? Come on. Come on. And then Yo. at the end we'll have yes. one winner as the 1v1 champion of the year i think that would be dope i think i agree with you that was actually my first thought as well so we're on the same page when it comes to that the only thing i would add to it i would want it to be a call your call your shot like call out your Mm, opponent type of one-on-one like we don't make the brackets beforehand it's like okay one-on-one who you who you picking like who who's the guy you trying Mm -hmm. to go up against and just see the rivalries i would love to see KD, after James Harden just got traded, be like, "Yo, James, run this, catch this." I feel like I feel like if that was a thing, that would add a new element to the who's the best conversation. Yes, sir. You know, because it'd be like, "Whoa, if you beat LeBron in a one-on-one, he's not the best," you know. And then it's like, there's way more coming into it, you know. Come on, man. R- respect your rep. Dude, you don't want to be even greater than you would add an extra stake in there. Like if you win this one-on-one tournament, you automatically get um like two-thirds of the MVP vote. Mm, that'd be cool too. Yeah. That'd be so cool. So it's like if you win, you are really the most valuable. Right? That'd be cool. Yo. Why don't they have that, bro? Come on. I don't know, they, man. NBA, come holla at us, us man. Yo, <laughs> in RB, <laughs> in RB, guy. <laughs> uh, I think um, the only other event that I would like to add would be instead of just doing the celebrity game the way it is, make it celebrity slam ball. What is slam ball? So you never, if you never watched Slam Ball back in the day, Slam Ball is like if you ever went to like a trampoline park with like a basketball mm. hoop. That that's what Slam Ball is. Mm. It's literally like there's a section of the floor that's hardwood, and then closer you get to the basket, there's trampolines that you yeah. could jump on. I feel like I feel like liability yeah, I, for these for, for these celebrities though. <laughs> the risk <laughs> they wouldn't do it. There's there's way too much <laughs> chance of injury. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. We're not see. We're not trying to see DJ Khaled get broke Yo, up. And, and you know, on. DJ Khaled would be the one to try and dunk on somebody <laughs> exactly. while he's in the air. Wait a minute! Hey, bust off the rim. <laughs> Yo, 
Uh, but like if it wasn't a liability, like they can give him some padding or something or make the floor softer. I think that would be fun because the one element to the the celebrity game that's always kind of boring is the fact that these guys are six foot yeah. and unathletic. They can't dunk. And like and like, like there's a few it's, it's celebrities boring. who are who like who can ball, but not yeah. enough to make the game exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have like Chris that Quavo. Like they just kind of carry, mm. but then you have like yeah, J Cole. Yeah, you know, but then you have the um, <laughs> little babies. Little <laughs> 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 baby can't play, man. Nah, they can't. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can't. You know who's actually a surprisingly good basketball player? Jack Harlow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a little shocked. Like he could actually hoop for real. Yeah. Like there, there's a few, there's a few celebrities who like who can ball, but not mm-hmm. enough. No, not enough, not enough at all. You know what? I always thought there was one other thing, one other caveat that I would add, maybe to the dunk contest that would make it a little more interesting. First of all, expand the field, like make it eight participants mm-hmm. in three rounds, but bring in the best like two or three of the best youtube dunkers Ooh, as well that'd be cool yeah like let these guys get their shine a little bit and also let them challenge the nba dudes to actually see let them go that'd be cool that's true because i feel like there is a lot of like people who can do crazy things dunking but they're just not mm-hmm. ballers they're just straight dunkers yeah that'd be cool mm-hmm yeah, because, like, every year we always see, like, those guys trading mm-hmm. with the the dunkers in the dunk contest to give mm-hmm. them ideas. And, like, it's like, why don't you just put them in the, put them in the dunk right. contest? I'm shook at how many of those, like, well. YouTube dunkers are white. Man, they got ups. They man. got ups, yo. <laughs> they got bunnies, guy. Shout out to our guy Jordan Kilgannon from like London, oh, Ontario. And shout out to white like, people. Like, you guys can jump now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm impressed. I, uh, I uh, oh my gosh, you, <laughs> you, you, you know, our, our unmelanated brothers have won the dunk contest before. Brent Berry back in, uh, I believe 1996. I was born the that year, so I wouldn't have seen it. Yeah, you wouldn't remember that. Go check it out on YouTube. Dude did it in his sweats too. Oh, he, he was, in his sweats. You fly. Respect. In the in the exactly. <laughs> they didn't even come out the sweats, man. He was just he was nice with it. Come on now, like you don't always have to be melanated to be I, able to fly. I can see that now, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness please don't take us off the air guys we we love y'all oh man so that's gonna do it for our segment i still can't believe man this man said <laughs> shout out to our unmelanated <laughs> folks i can't <laughs> e thank you so much man for coming on the show today of course bro you you got a lot of stuff going on plug your stuff let them know where they can find you and where they can listen to you at you as can well find me on the gram this is juan 96 you can hear my podcast conflict in interest on anywhere you can hear this podcast 
I don't usually say where to find the podcast, yes, so like, I'm not used to plugging the pod. You know, it's my co my co host that does that. Yeah, no, it's but it's true. I'm trying to stretch it. You today. know, I'm trying to. Uh, what else? I got yeah. music out. You can find my albums on anywhere you can listen to music. Uh, what else? Mm-hmm. If you live in my city, come eat at my restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that's really about it. I don't, I don't got much else for you. That's that's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, music wise, guys, go check out um, Jawan's latest um, "Back to Basics," I believe, or was it "Writer's Block"? Sorry, Back "Writer's to the Block" Basics is the song Phase that one. Joel is on. That's a long one. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, see, that's initially why I thought of it right away. Uh, no, but Writer's Walk Phase 1 is his latest. Go check that out on all streaming platforms. Run up the numbers, guys. Do it. Go support it. And, of course, like he said, go listen to Conflict and Interest, available everywhere that uh, streaming podcasts are found. And on YouTube, they actually got visuals. So go check them out if you want to see our boy laugh and react to some crazy-ish. Like, go, go check them out. EJ... Man, it was a pleasure and an honor having you on. This will not be the last time, but it's the first of many. Um, Guys, of course, for this weekend on our watch list when it comes to the Passionate Sporting Club, really, there's only one thing that I will suggest for you to watch. All-Star Weekend, of course, Friday, Rookie. Uh, sophomore game Saturday night uh, starting at 8 o'clock go check out uh, the skills competition three point and dunk contest and of course watch the actual game itself it's going to be a great weekend it's in Cleveland uh, thank goodness they're inside because there's nothing to do outside in Cleveland honestly Bring yes. back to Toronto. Yes. <laughs> That's all I ask. Bring it back to Toronto we can afford it now so <laughs> bring it back <laughs> Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Passionate Sporting Club. The Passionate Sporting Club is a part of the Passionate Podcast Network. Uh, This is a faith-based podcast network, which means we have other podcasts on here outside of this one. If you want to check out any of our other show, make sure that you go follow us on our Instagram page at the Passionate Podcast. And as well, check out the link in the show notes for more as well. Once again, on behalf of myself, and my special guest, EJ Jawan. Guys, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the dunk contest. Enjoy All-Star. We'll see you next week. Peace, Peace. Out.